the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL 402. Thanks for tuning in. Forecast calling for clouds tonight and tomorrow. Low dropping around 30 this evening, 47 the high tomorrow. May get some rain late in the day, Saturday night into Sunday morning. Then some sunshine Sunday, high up to 62. Sixers home this evening against Washington. Flyers are at Pittsburgh tomorrow night. And the Eagles have a big game Monday night at home. Monday night football made that much more bigger because Dallas won last night in Thursday night football to extend their lead over the Eagles to a a game and a half. So the Eagles really need to keep pace and get that win on Monday. Today is the last day of the month. Don't forget, you can pick up a couple of freebies from WFIL's website. One's from Walk in the Word with James McDonald. It's a free download called God Wrote a Book. Also, our Ministry of the Month for November, In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley, has some free items and some prizes we're handing out. So get to our website before midnight tonight, not too late to enter, and in some cases just simply download something absolutely free, courtesy of those various ministries. Yesterday, we had Christopher Wright on the program, a local musician who's also done a lot of work nationally and internationally, uh, and he's got a lot of other cool parts to his story. We didn't get to really finish the conversation I wanted to have yesterday, so we're going to bring him back in for part two today, including a really cool story and a moving story about his beautiful daughter, Amanda, a daughter of special needs. You can catch the podcast of the program from yesterday on our website, WFIL.com, but We'll continue with our conversation with Christopher in just a second and pick up our conversation from yesterday along those lines with his daughter, Amanda. It's all coming up here on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. You're listening to a podcast of the Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, our guest on the program on Thursday, Christopher Wright. And man, we uh, just, I felt like we ran out of time. There was more I wanted to dig into with him. So first off, if you would like to listen to the program, you can. It's on our website, WFIL.com. We have podcasts there. But we're continuing our conversation with Chris today for a bit. Chris, thanks for extending some time with us. Happy to, brother. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Well, you were talking at, at the tail end of yesterday's program. You're talking about your daughter and uh, uh, Amanda and how God had used um, her life. She was born uh, complete, lots of special needs, mm-hmm. lots of challenges, and uh, yeah. And her whole life was was there much progress? Was she dealing with blind? Mm. Was it blindness? And yeah, I mean what, she. Her spine was always like pressing on the on her. It was giving her shortness of breath. Yes. And if 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 she would get a cold or something, it would be a you'd always. I mean, a simple thing like that, and yet that you could die from that. Absolutely, and, uh, sure. So they would they would um, get pneumonia, and and in fact, uh, it was when she came down, she had a double pneumonia, um, and that's how it, um, she ended up. Um, she didn't come out of that. But even that, I should say too. Um, when I think about how the Lord took her home, even that 
I, we saw the kindness of God. Um, that was at Bryn Mawr Hospital. And Amanda was born in Chester County Hospital, but immediately the same day, because they didn't have that the right level neonatal unit, they rushed her to Bryn Mawr. And so when she was taken to Bryn Mawr, uh, when she had pneumonia, it was. I was in the hospital. I was in the room with my mom, and the nurse was fixing the bed, and she was listening to me talk with my mom. And I was saying, "Isn't it strange that here we are? Like the last time I was in this hospital was the day she was born, and now you know it's it's become evident that she was going to be passing away, and and it was like, isn't isn't that strange? And the n- mm-hmm. nurse turned around and she goes. When was this? And I said, well, she, it was 1988. And she goes, I was in the neonatal unit in 1988. Is this the Amanda that I used to take care of? No and it was like, way. oh, my word. And we just cried. And it was like, yeah, you know, like even that was. Um, Kiss from God right there. Yeah, it was like something that God, he didn't have to do that. But it was just <laughs> such a neat thing to like f- feel that, Absolutely. you know, that God sees and. And um, even and then when when she passed away, um, she um, I was holding her and she was in a dress that someone had given her this white dress, and when she passed away, all of her muscles from her palsy relaxed, and it like I got to see her like all like the you know whole like the for the first time and she had a smile and she and everything like was relaxed and her and all the muscles weren't tense anymore and here she is in this white dress and uh so that was like such a gift and then um but I can remember crying then and, and being like god what am I going to do now that my compass is gone I mean she she was always I used to call her my compass cuz she was always pointing me towards my real home absolutely oh, there's my <laughs> And, um, that's, that's the alarm I wake up to in the morning, by the way. That's the same one I wake up to. I have the to. flower one. It's the most pleasant. Isn't that a happy thing to wake up to? <laughs> Sometimes I just sit and listen to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one um, more time. It's like it's so delightful. Does yours to have up the up lady go, it's 5 o'clock, isn't it? Because mine now yeah. starts, the lady talks every single minute. It's 5.01. It's five oh two. No, I don't have. That. I don't know where that came from. She got in my phone somehow. Oh my! It just used to be the music playing. Yeah, the music's so lovely. It's, very, it's called Mayfair, May, but, um, Mayfair Flower or something. Yeah, so whatever it is. Flower, it but yeah, so your so, flower, um, Amanda. But yeah, so so I was like, Lord, what am I going to do? You know, and I I just remember because it she was such a central part of everything. Like I couldn't imagine life without her and mm. everything changed and and yet the lord even then like spoke to me and this was like she's pointing you towards your real home now more than ever you know it's like and it's true it's like um so now i i'm still singing with a longing um but now she's home and now uh, you know I, I'm one day i'll see her again and um so yeah. it's a hard thing you know i've i've um served with uh johnny erickson tata and that's been a real blessing um getting to know parents um who have had similar situations and it just what a blessing you know one time i can remember being with a worship pastor this is an off thing but i was with a worship guy and he was like this real critical kind of not i don't he but in a good way like he was very like he wanted the music a specific way (laughs) and he said won't it be great when we're in heaven and there'll be no flat notes (laughs) 
<laughs> and I was like, and I looked at him and I was like, do well, you really for the different things? Yeah. Right? I was like, do you really think that like singing flat is a sin? Like, is that like a sin? Like, because I was like, I've been at Johnny Erickson Tata, like worship events where the noise is like, you're, you're worshiping God and it's some of the most noisy cacophony of sound yes. but it's beautiful it's absolutely beautiful because these people are singing from broken hearts and it's just such a you know i think sometimes our value system is so different than the way you know god's and how god sees things and um the same thing with with our circumstances so often you know when these when trials come um we we want everything fixed we want everything in this frame to be fixed and it's and it frustrates us, and we, we're looking at this this you know closed frame, and we're we're not recognizing that God is doing a work that you know we're talking about um, eternity. We're talking about lives being affected. Um, when I think of uh, just as an example of the Johnny thing, um, there was a, a couple that was there from uh, I can't remember what country, but I don't think they could speak English real well. But uh, led music the whole time. I shared Amanda's story. We we did uh, we um, had a time of worship and everything. And Johnny, at the end of this retreat, she gave an invitation to trust Christ. And this man came forward, and he had been outside. He wouldn't come in like the whole time. The the wife was there with. Um, mm. They had a daughter very similar to Amanda in a wheelchair, and he came forward to trust Christ. And what happened was. The wife joined him, and she was in tears. And she said, "No, no, you have to, you have to understand." Um, she goes, "Why this is so significant?" She said, um, "My husband had filed for a divorce, and this was a last. We we just said we're going to go to this thing, and, and here, not only did he come to faith in Christ, but and trusted Christ, and and be able to see." You know, in all of this, you know that that there is a God who loved him, and but then to also see this marriage being saved, and I just thought, you know what? Um, so often we're we're caught up in all these other things, but this kind of stuff is like this is really what it's all about, you know? And it's happening. Yeah. It's happening. Christopher Wright is our guest. W R I G H T. You can look him up. ChristopherWright dot com. Born in Philly, raised in the Burbs. Done a lot of music over the years, several CDs, uh, had uh, won a national songwriting contest, and he's led worship around uh, the area over the years. And do you have it in you to play the the full version of The Name of All Names? Oh, or at least man. at least a couple of minutes of it? I mean, we'll take a break. <laughs> we could. Give a chance we could to tune try, it up. But... Christopher Wright, this is just, again, I'm a context guy. I'm always a context guy. I'm thinking people just tuning in. Who's this guy? I heard that story. That's really sad, but that's amazing. But what? So that's so I'm going to if you're if you know, you may have heard this song. We're going to just take a quick break and come back. Uh, Christopher Wright's our guest. ChristopherWright.com online. You can look him up and uh, we'll play a song for you here in studio to give you uh, an, a taste of what you where you probably know this guy from. If you've been in your in your church, you probably had this song happen at some point or another. Back in just a second. AM 560 WFIL WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL, it's Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL.com. Christopher Wright is our guest. He's uh, done a lot of things over the years, longtime musician, several CDs, 
and a couple of songs uh, that that made their way onto top 40 radio in the, in the Christian realm and also into some churches. This next one here is probably one that people really uh, would have heard in their church. Chris was on with us yesterday, and I just I, he was sharing about his beautiful daughter, Amanda, at the end of the program, and I'm like, we need to continue this a little bit at least. So I'm glad because we started off the show with you doing that. And, uh, and if, if people want to check the podcast, they can go back to yesterday's show and listen to kind of get the context for it. But this is a song that I know um, we used to play on our station, and you might have sung in church. Amen. Yeah. We gathered here in the name of the Lord. Jesus, Jesus, we gather here in the name of the Lord, Jesus, Jesus, we cry holy, holy, holy is the Lord our God, we sing worthy is the Lamb who was slain, we shout glory, glory, King of kings, the name above all names, the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah. We sing the praises of the one that we love, Jesus. Praises of the one that we love, oh Jesus, oh my Jesus. We cry, holy, holy, holy is the Lord our God. We sing, worthy is the living We shout, glory, glory, glory to the King of Kings. Precious name of Jesus, power to heal, power to save us. Yeah, the name of Jesus. All right, where to go? Christopher Wright, the name of Jesus from his uh, second CD, Pocket Full of Nails, and that was the first one you actually. Kind of had all polished up in Nashville, right? You had yeah. to, oh, to take us a, a quick journey 
just the my father's world is the first one, father's and then world. And on Moon that was. one, I had a song called "Heart of a Servant," and that one got recorded by Kelly Willard, okay. and so that was my intro into Nashville because they they liked that song, and then they wanted uh, they, they did I guess they recorded one, and then it was they, from, from Everlasting to Everlasting was on from there? Everlasting. Is Everlasting? that a song that yep. well, I would have sung in church too? Yeah. That got picked Give up. Give me the hook. Give me the hook. Come on. Can you do the hook? Uh, from everlasting to everlasting, let the yeah. people praise the Lord. So that one, that one was on like a Maranatha CD. And then okay. they, the funny thing with that one was they had me come down and they wanted me to sing. And I was just as raspy as I am today. It's probably worse. And I was like, listen, my voice is just kind of shot. And they were like, no, 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 no. And I said, and they had Bruce Carroll. I was like, let Bruce Carroll sing it. And, and, yeah. and, and they were like, no, we, we like the artist who wrote it to sing it. So, and I was like, okay. So I came down <laughs> okay. there and, um, and their house, they lived, lived on a farm and it was like the Dr. Doolittle's place. Like they had every animal and this horse, <laughs> this is what I remember. This horse comes over. I had like this mug of cranberry uh, tea and this <laughs> horse started getting closer and closer and closer to me while I'm talking to Kelly and I'm like trying to talk about the recording and what, what did they want me to do on it and all this and pretty soon the head of this horse like basically comes right in to drink my tea and <laughs> I moved my mu- the mug out of the way, like in a knee jerk thing, like like right when he went to go for it, I moved out of the way, and he bit me right on the crotch. No, what? are you kidding? I'm kidding. Now, I sang a lot higher than after. I was able to hit those notes, but I remember that like it was the most. It was a real blessing. Yes, that was unbelievable. So that's the first e. My so that father's was the world. First, that one and uh, pocket full of nails was the one you just played from. Yeah, the song. So uh, the name of Jesus and pocket full of nails. I was able to go down to Nashville and uh, record in three different stu- uh, places, and all the artists, all the musicians on that were stellar. Like Steve Brewster on drums and Jerry McPherson on guitar and Lisa Bevel and Kelly Willard and oh, tra- Lisa uh, Bevel used to do, do double mint commercials. There you go. Among yeah. other things. Oh, the guy who does all the music for Glee, that, that television show. Really? Yeah. He he helped me with all the vocals and you can hear him like he sings on the name of Jesus. Like he can Are you kidding? Yeah, he could sing anything. He and back then he, he hadn't gone to California yet. So he he would moved out to California. That's and, hilarious. But yeah, so it was a it was like an all star cast of great musicians and and then Window Man Live. Window Man Live was like just a, a record that uh, up a in Scotch Plains that, that was a live concert that um, they were willing to record for us. Okay. And so then uh, and then I did a couple songs with Ed Cash at his place, um, a song called For Us. Um, and uh, oh, you are always worthy, which it would have gone great with all that we've been talking about. But uh, it's a keyboard song. But what, yeah, what? you can find those on uh, somewhere. Oh, on Amazon and iTunes, you can those find songs. Them. Those but your two music songs. at, at ChristopherWright dot com. But there's a. a yeah. Do you have them for sale there? Or is there another place? Yeah, iTunes I mean, or? if you go to the website, I think you can. It'll take you to like CD Baby or whatever, wherever the music is, or iTunes or Amazon. Yeah. Um, the other one that I remember yeah. um, is, a, is a little slower song, but. Uh, that was it from pocket full of nails it was uh as long as i have breath as long as i have breath yeah. is that something that people would remember do, um, do you have any you do like one line of it uh is it hard to as long as i have breath i will praise you as long as my heart beats i will sing as long as life flows through my veins i will bless your name yeah 
that one uh, that's Mark Mark Altrip, that was another thing um, I did a lot of recordings with Sovereign Grace so you can hear me on if you like uh, <laughs> not so raspy but um, if you uh, go there uh, some of Sovereign Grace's I did about seven or eight records with them with Bob Coughlin and Bob Coughlin was with Glad who was with Glad and then uh, he he and the Cooks who did uh, Before the Throne of God Above and uh, wow it's and all over all the this, place all yeah, these lines so all these dotted lines <laughs> yes it was very cool I was very grateful that was the first time I ever did Creation was with Bob he yeah? invited me to uh, play guitar with him and that those were in the days when worship wasn't as huge and he had warned us he had told us now listen you know we're going to be doing these morning services and in the morning you don't have to do them if you just want to do the evenings because in the morning there won't be anybody out on the hill you know he's telling us this at creation yeah yeah it's a lot less well but but that's what i mean it used to be and then that year i think or that was the the year after third day did offerings wasn't that the project it was like that was like a big deal turn yep where all of a sudden Christian artists started doing more worship stuff, and people actually stayed for the the worship. Right. Like before, when you go in a Christian bookstore, of course, what's that now? But when you would go in there, it would be all um, artists, and the worship section was kind of like right. this little like, who tiny are these thing. Is that the concept? Is that a band? Is yeah. that a what? And now it's like become the opposite. Now it's like there's just worship. Palooza, you know, so as it should things. be. That's what we're going to be doing when we get to heaven. Christopher Wright is our guest. Christopher Wright with a W <laughs> dot com. And we had Christopher on yesterday. And then when the program ran out, I'm like, I don't feel finished. <laughs> I want to have more time and especially to have heard Careful about what your, you wish for. Well, right. I definitely wanted to make sure that we got to hear more about your daughter, Amanda, and how the Lord had worked in your life. So we kind of talked about that at the tail end of yesterday's show. You can go to WFIL.com and click on the podcast link to hear yesterday's show in full. And then you can kind of match it up because we continue uh, with Amanda as we started today's show off. And then we'll, uh, we'll wrap up here in a little while, but want to uh, take a break first and then we'll come back and talk with Christopher right here on AM560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. AM560 WFIL, WFIL.com. It's Tim DeMoss, and Christopher Wright continues to be our guest. Thank you for spending some time with us again, Chris. Uh, it's, it's a pleasure. A joy, brother. It's a pleasure. Uh, if you're just joining us for the first time, longtime musician in our area, born and raised in this area, and has done a lot of things. Music has been core for him. Uh, had several CDs, and it, it was tr- you know, trending in a direction. Maybe this is going to go bigger. It wound up maybe not going in terms of as huge as you thought it could have been, but still, it's huge because God's really used you in in a lot of other ways that you wouldn't have predicted. And you mentioned Third Day in our last break. Yeah, I remember talking to Mac Powell one time. He said people ask us all the time, "How do we become Third Day?" And keep in mind, this is this is fifteen twenty years ago before the internet gave people more of a, a way of doing things. Right. He talked about. He said to people, "Listen, you can do stuff." We can't do is third day. We might be on stage in front of thousands of people at some concerts, but we can't, we're still only individuals. That's right. That's we can't right. if we we don't have the people who are playing locally, mm-hmm. coffee houses or smaller arenas. They it's, have time to talk to people. The ministry part, yeah, right. right. And so, that's really what it's all about. You know, right. God's the one that controls the uh, the breadth of it. Like you, I think that's somebody said that once about the depth. You be concerned with that. You know. And so I always encourage mm. people, you know, be, 
go deep with the Lord in your relationship with him. Uh, he, he'll take care of the other things like how, where he wants it to go. Don't strive. You know, I've heard some people give advice. Oh, you got to knock down every door and you got to break through all the, I don't ascribe to that. I, I'm a big fan of, you know, having that time, like a good prayer life where you're, where you're communing with the Lord and talking every day and, you know, not like, hey, Lord, what breakfast should I have? But literally, like, um, looking, like you were just saying, like, keeping your eyes open for things that God might be teaching you in that moment um, where you may, if you just looked on the surface, you'd, you'd miss it, you know. But there's things that are happening all the time that he's doing. And maybe that little random conversation, like even my, my job that I'm doing, my day gig, you know, I was, spoke with a woman today who had third stage cancer and um mm. she was a, a just shopping in the in the aisle and thought I worked there and was like hey can you help me with this and we somehow we got to talking and you know I don't look at any of those things that I look at all those things like divine appointments I look at all those things as Good opportunities that God they, they are you know what I mean and and like we never we didn't talk about it, but like I was in nuclear power believe it or not oh uh, when, yeah, yeah when I first got married so I was like Homer Simpson like for 12 years I I worked rotating shifts and there were times where, like, we do seven days, seven afternoons, seven nights. And there were days where I would just cry out to God between the cooling towers, like, is this what you made me for? Lord, is this is this really what you want me to do? I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to be here. But is this what – I mean, literally, I joke with people, um, One, what the lowest point was on my rounds on night shift or whatever, I, I'm down at the sewage treatment plant. Of a nuclear power plant. So I'm not only at the nuke plant, I'm at the sewage plant of the nuclear power plant. <laughs> and I'm, I've got a hose and I'm literally hurt what they called herding turds. So I'm like herding turds <laughs> with a hose. And I'm like, I just looked up to heaven. I was like, really? Is this seriously God? Like, is this is what you got a college degree in? Right? Yeah. Before. And and the thing here's the thing. They knew that I was a believer, and I got a lot of abuse. Anybody that uh, any, if there's any listeners out there that was working with me, you know how that was. But things changed when Amanda was born. When Amanda was born, um, they were watching to see like, okay, how does is this, re, this all this Jesus stuff, and you know, is it real? Amanda's your daughter with severe special needs. Uh, yes, was and, born. and like I 2000, think what, was she that born? was in eighty eight. Eighty eight when she, she was born, born. Okay. and 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 it was he all of a sudden like they just viewed everything differently because I think they kind of put themselves in my shoes and they were like, how would I be if that happened to me? And and it opened doors, and then, and we saw one person who um, ended up coming to faith in Christ. He left the same time. I, um, Pico ended up offering a separation package and some people took it. Well, this one guy that took it, he was a, another Navy nuke guy. He ended up getting saved. He said he was going to be a missionary. And I just thought, you know, that's crazy. If nothing, you know, in God's economy, like we're looking at like, what's the point of all this? But it's never for nothing. Like we're the people that you're working with at your job, you may think as a dead end job and everything. Well, look around. There's, relationships there's people that you're you have you have the opportunity to share the hope that you have and you're it you're the one you're who's it. there you're, you're in that it. that you're in that physical space that no one else is in yeah and somebody once challenged me i think it was even before amanda was born i was kind of like 
I remember it was a Christian at at Limerick. It was one of our instructors, and he met me out in the parking lot, and he said, "I got a question for you." And, he, and I said, oh, "Sure." And he goes, "Where's your joy?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "I don't know. You just you're, you complain about a lot of stuff, and I I just you're a Christian, right?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Well, where's your joy? Like, where's the joy of the Lord?" And and he and he, in the beginning, I took like an offense to it. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't see you. Like, you're not joyful all the time either. You know, if you, you know. But then I went home and I thought about it. And I'm like, you know what? It's true. It's like, where, where is that? Like, what am I? I can have a million excuses why I'm not happy with my situation. But if you really truly believe that God's sovereign and that He's in control and and that He is a good, you know, we sing good, good Father. You know, He's a faithful and he's good father well then you have to believe that the things that have, that are happening and the things that he's allowed in your life there's a reason for it. he's te- he's helping you to be more like christ maybe you you can grow to be like in holiness by you know a lot of the, the walk is i mean the whole christian walk is about picking up your cross and following him so it's dying to self that's not a that's not an easy thing but if I, it hurts it's not dead yet there you go <laughs> Yeah, and but it's it's so true, and it's like was that guy a Christian? <laughs> no, really, was he? Or was he calling you on? It? Like, I yeah, you say you're a Christian, and how yeah, he was it? a believer, but okay, he so just he... he was like he was giving me a, a, a and it was in a loving way, yeah. But and I appreciate it because it made me take a step back, and I was like, I'm not going to take offense to it. I'm going to really think about if if he's saying that, and he's saying he doesn't see the joy in me, then you know. What are these other guys who aren't believe- like? Hmm. Uh, I have this opportunity to, you know. So I, I just I'm say I just verse as you speak. Yeah. I'm not ignoring you. I'm looking no, at my no. phone. I, I just say that just to encourage people that um, maybe you're working a job that you're like you're not real happy about, or maybe you're in a situation at home, you know, and you have things that are are really uh, it can give you a reason to be discouraged and unhappy. But I think um, if Paul, you know, could sing songs from the prison cell and, you know, I think we just have to kind of think differently. Like, mm. you know, when Romans in Romans where it talks about be transformed, you know, by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12. That whole two. thing. like that, that, And all of that, Romans 12, is all about worship. It's all about like th- that whole dying, it's putting true. it on the altar. And, and uh, so, Yeah. Proverbs twenty seven six is the verse that I'm thinking about. Your your coworker wounds from a friend can be trusted. That's but an enemy multiplies kisses. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I he's, he's I really did. I took that as a positive thing, and 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 I really did um, want uh, like I needed to examine my life and just say, I want to be a person of joy. Like I want. I I don't want people to see like I I have a song called the fragrance of Christ yeah and I can't I won't do it here but um but I told I joke and I say I don't want people like leaving people with the fragrance of Chris it's like <laughs> I'm not what I want I want to leave them with the fragrance of Christ and that, you're not kidding you know? <laughs> sorry sorry it is hot in here bro yeah, it is but, a little toasty uh, but uh but no I mean those are all good thoughts Christopher yeah. Wright is our guest ChristopherWright.com is his uh, website. Longtime musician, has grown up in the area, has been uh, doing music for many years and has served the Lord in terms of being a worship leader, has a large family God's blessed him with, 
and uh, you know his daughter, I guess Lauren, and then Amanda. He was born. Then you still had we children had later, Ben, ben. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and they're all married now. And okay, and Allison just had a little and baby, Allison. so we're celebrating that. And, yeah, but um, so God's been good all these he, years, he is, and he's, he's, he's you're rich because you're also able to see these things from his perspective. Because he could be stubborn and, and, and still sitting on the, you know, yeah. I, I won that national songwriting contest <laughs> at the guy in. Uh, and uh, Napoleon Dynamite is throwing footballs 25 years later and living in the past. You could be sitting in the corner every every holiday. Here, let me play the song for you. This was the one I won the national contest with. Dad. But you've gone with the let the Lord lead you, you know? Yeah. it's it's. What was that guy's name? Uncle something? I don't oh, I know. I forgot his with name. The, with the letter or whatever. Yeah. But to me, like, it's kind of <laughs> like um, I just feel – you you gotta. We want to be like when we're eighty. If the Lord lets us live that long, we want to be excited about what God's doing. You know, right now. So yes. if we can't get stuck in and be nostalgic and and be uh, thinking about how the you know the good old days or why aren't things the way they are, and and with all that we see in the news and what's going on in, in the world, it's easy to get discouraged. But Jesus said, you know, we're we're to be the light of the world. World we're. We're, we're to be like that city on a hill. We're, we're to be salt and light in this dark world and give hope to people. And what kind of hope can we give them if we're, yeah, like, you know, really uh, just down on, on everything? And, and what does that say about our God? Like we're saying he's, he is a great and awesome God. Well, if he's great and we want to magnify him, then— he need we need to magnify him even in our trials. How much more does he, glory does he get when, when we can do that and sing from a broken heart? With his strength, you know? well, yeah, and it's not easy. But yeah. uh, you know, yeah. uh, Jim Maxim, who uh, ends our time a little later on this hour with a prayer every every day around four fifty eight, four fifty nine, uh, Acts four thirteen ministries. He uh, was on the program a couple of days ago, the same day we had the Beach Boys, uh, Mike Love on, and. He said something very powerful that day. I, I, it stuck out just one piece where he said uh, about uh, being encouraged to seek God's face, not just his hand. Yeah, yeah. I remember him saying that. That's you know, right. And I had yeah. never heard of it. All my years, I never heard someone say it that way. But it's true. It yeah. really encapsulates God's after our whole person. Yeah. You know, look me in the eyes. I want you. Right. I, and the hand is just the part of God that you would say is, well, we're always at, we're after God's hand. God, right. can you give me, give me, give me, well, give me? Well, it's like Christmas. You know, we're looking for the gift all the time. Or and a sometimes better something. the gift is the presence. Yeah. The gift is yeah. having the presence of God. What a precious gift it is to know the Creator and that He sees and hears you, and and that you can go to Him in prayer, and that you know you you He's with you, um, and and that living that way, living in that all the time. I mean, and, and like you say, it's not easy. Um, and we can get pulled off course, but I think that the deeper life, you know, um, the presence, uh, I, like I know Tozer used to talk about that in worship services, how, you know, we, we all, we get worried about the program. Everything's about the program and you got to have all this stuff. And I'm like, Tozer, wait a minute. What church was he talking about? He, this is in the fifties and the sixties. How true it is today. Like when you read him, how dead on he is about the church today, but it is, everything's about the program and, and all this instead of the presence, like instead of just, you know, seeking, you know, keeping it simple and being and being in awe of this God. I mean, 
we just take it for granted, you know. We Isn't it great though that God still knows? He knows all that stuff. All that. Yeah. He he's not impatient, he's patient. with us. He's patient. Years gets, and years, we're battling, we're fighting, we're kicking and screaming, we're struggling. <laughs> it's amazing, and he still just keeps gently. Like a, what is a savior, knew, like a loving I mean. shepherd. If you knew, if you knew everything that this, like, say with your child, if you knew that if I'm, I had this million dollar vase, and I know five years from now you're going to break it, to, it's going to drop out of your hands and break into pieces. But here you go, you know, like, sure. he knows all these things. He knows how we're going to fail him in the future, and there's grace for that. And there, and he knows everything we've done in the past, and there's grace for that. Like, the fact that. We have this this God that sees us that way and is loving that way, and how that should change our demeanor and our look on life. Like when we have this God that is so patient with us, how can we get impatient with other people? You know, and Amen. So well, yeah. we're we're gonna take one more break, and uh, we're gonna wrap our time up, Chris. With I'd like to delve into you. You kind of actually touched on it a few different times, but just like a little with. Being a worship leader, yeah. which you've done for a lot of years, I had a couple questions for you. Oh. All right. So but hang on. You got another second here? Sure. And I have a request for a special song. Oh, no. Yeah, you'll like it. It'll, we'll end our show on a high note. Oh, my. I think you can do it, though, because I've heard you that sure? you're good at it. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. It's AM560 WFIL. Back in a second on WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email Timmy D at WFIL.com. AM560 WFIL, Tim DeMoss Show, coming down the home stretch. Going to land the plane soon. Christopher Wright has been our guest. He was on with us yesterday. And uh, at the end of the program, I just felt like, man, there's a lot we didn't get into as much as I'd like. One thing we did not talk about I really would like to because this is what you've done with a lot of your life as as the Lord has led is lead worship. Mm -hmm. So do you have a a main thought about leading worship? If you were talking to people who are currently serving, say, on a worship team or they're worship leaders in their church. Our our church has several teams and they rotate, Mm -hmm. which is good, probably don't get burned out and all. or just worship in general, yeah. you know, is about what's important, how you view worship. I'll tell you my experience with it separately, but I want to hear you first. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a, such a broad... Because you coach people, don't you? you? Yes, right? yes. God, it was funny. Like, uh, I was being interviewed by uh, a, a radio guy in England, and he asked me back then when I did uh, that first record, and he said, do you consider yourself a worship leader? And I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm just a concert artist. And he, and they were, and he was like, oh, really? Because some of your songs are kind of worshipful. And I was like, I, I couldn't do that. I just couldn't do that. And I, can rem- I served in my church for, like I said, I did some recordings with Sovereign Grace, and I did, you know, uh, so some of those records were out. But I played on the worship team. I didn't lead. Okay. And I just I sang with my sister actually and some others and it was wonderful but I felt totally uh, like unqualified. Like So what do and has that has that changed was your perception did. of it? It changed but I I still don't feel qualified at all other than the grace of God. Okay. But um, That's what I mean was it your perception of what a worship leader does that changed and you realized oh I I could yeah, do this. Yeah, I mean I think I think part of it was well, some of it is songwriting. Like I had bridges and I had things in my songs that was like these aren't corporate worship songs. The name of Jesus was, but uh, but I at that time like 
I just didn't. I was like, what can I say? I, I don't. And here's and you talk about advice. Bob Coughlin, and this was right, uh, during those days back then when I was like uh, at the Creation Festival, and he was like, my advice that I give to people is just remember this: it's not about you. You're worrying about your performance, like getting everything right. Oh, I didn't sound all like my voice. Like even today, like I could, I could critique everything I did on your show and say, Oh, my <laughs> finger sounded. Can we recut that? Yeah. And, and that's how I was when I first got started. I was like, I, I don't want that going out like that. And Oh, my voice and Oh, this and that. And I didn't hit that note. And yeah. Oh, and he helped me to see things like from the perspective of, uh, that, you know, you can, over, you can analyze what you do, to the point of, I mean, in, in the, even in the most perfect performance of a song, there's a million imperfections. There's you can ruin it for you, totally. You can do, <laughs> and you can over, like you say, analyze things. And, and for me, um, being freed from that, um, and literally what happened for me was I had people praying over me. Somebody um, that I, had, I was at a service and somebody prayed over me. And, and I guess with Amanda's birth and um with what was going on uh, there was you know a sense that this was something that where god was he was doing something and it wasn't me striving to do anything like it was almost a reluctance like i look at it kind of like the when moses when god was like you know talking to him about you know hey i want you to go do these things and he was like oh i can't speak i stutter i'm not you know that and same kind of thing. Like, why? Why you're talking about this God who you you, you know you can do he's he can do anything. Why are you worried? If he's with you, you don't have anything to worry about. And yet we do. We go inward and we think about that. And all that is is pride. And all it is is just flat out pride. And so surrendering all that and um and I think realizing um I I could look back on concerts that I thought you know. I thought I was terrible, and yet there were people that cr- were crying afterwards and coming up saying how meaningful it was. And then I started to realize I'm I'm thinking about things from a technical standpoint. Yeah. And God is on a He's working in the spiritual, and in, and He's working in a different uh, realm altogether. And I have to surrender. Like you still practice, like you you, you do your show. You you have all these things that you know that you need to do. Like when you go to take a test, you you study. You, have, you do. You, there's works that we have to do to to be good at what we do. I have to practice, you know, playing and 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 singing. But yeah. But ultimately, you lay it all down and you surrender it to Him, and you just say, God, I'm your servant. Uh, use me. I'll Amen. be a fool for you. I'll be a total fool for you. you use me however you want. Well, let me ask you this, because yeah. at our at our church, uh, which I, I love, I grew up in this our church. We've been there for years, and I so I've seen it since the beginning all the way to now. And uh, in the early days, and maybe this comes with being a smaller church, we were um, more organic. So mm-hmm. you know, you never really knew what to well, do. More wanted to do one more song. Yeah, okay, let's do a song. Or right. it didn't seem like it was. Uh, figured out right ahead of time right as the church grew and as we needed a second service a third service we had got to a point where you know if if the pastor for all the elements if the pastor decides you know keeps going all of a sudden now the sunday school teachers are waiting and a lot so right. some of that logistics to, right logistics which makes sense so uh but i i always favored 
I guess whether I grew up that way, but I favored the idea of it being more organic and less of a program, like you're going to a concert. Right. So but our, currently our church will have, you know, here's the order of things and here are the songs we're going to do. I don't. I never look at it. I, wa- I just want to see what the song is. It's almost like if a, if you have the CD, it's different than hearing it on the radio, right? Yeah. You hear a song on the radio, like, cool, I, you know? Right. I, That's it, true. It went my way. I got it, I got to hear the song I wanted. If you have it in your car, like, oh, I can keep listening to it, but I, That's you know? That's very true. Right? Yeah. So what are your thoughts on maybe, – maybe it's just part of the – it's part of what needs to happen if you have a church that's larger – Right. versus and or things like let's say a, a pastor is preaching a sermon on a certain topic right. and maybe this wants the songs to kind of match up um you know you do can, you work together i mean it's well, john piper was he the one that said something about you know the farmer yeah you know, like there's there's a freedom in like throw the when he's sowing the seed like it the seed is going all out but he's still throwing them in rows like there's still an order to things you allow for the holy spirit to move but you you recognize that i mean so that's why i say like you hmm. we'll that's get together we'll yeah. we'll get together talk with the you know you work with like this is what i'm hoping will happen um, when i start on monday is i'm going to be connecting with um the pastor of the church and i'll be which is where? Which one? Just again, this is Grace Covenant Church in Exton. You'll be starting there. I'll be starting there. Uh, my first Sunday leading there will be the 16th of December. Of no- okay. Of December. December. Yes. Okay. That is this month. That's right. Yeah, it is. So, um, but yeah, I start there uh, on Monday. But I, I, you know, you talk over where where are you in the Word? You know, and I think it's mo- the most important is the follow the the response song because that really needs to tie in with what we just heard i don't like doing some song that has nothing to do with what like sure so sure. you try and make that tie in but the prior part if i can if i can have it kind of weave through a theme yeah. great but most of the time people are coming in they don't know where we're going to be going and so you can put a set together of songs they do you I, print like, them out I'm ahead like, of time do people know what's coming to what? Is, in the, is, there a, is there a bulletin or a program? Uh, I don't people? know. Like, I guess I'll find out. I think they, there's probably a, a, a bulletin that will oh, have – All the past, what what, where you've been, different places you've been. Yeah, different been. people have different things. Some are like – like the the um, some churches are totally spirit-led, everything. So it's like they don't they, – you know, Right. You don't there's know a part where. of me that likes that a lot. Yes. But I agree. The idea of throwing in rows and, and doing a certain amount of – Because yeah. God's a God of order and detail. Or, I mean – if we're made in his image exactly. and you look through scripture, there's a lot of order and detail. That's right. It's a mystery in a way. Christopher Wright been our guest. Uh, so can we get the Eagles fight song to wrap up? Oh, my word. Can you? Can you they're uh, playing this, this Monday night, you know? I could probably fake it. Fly. It is. Here we go. One, two, three. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. For a touchdown, one, two, three, two, three. hit him up, hit him up, and once our eagles fly, fly, eagles fly, down the road to victory. Here we go. E-A-G-L-E-S-E-L-E-S-E-L-E-S-E-L-E-S-E-L-E-S-E-L-E-S-E-L-E-S-E-L-E-S-E-L-E-S-E-L-E-S-E-L-E-S-E-L-E-S-
your service. Oh, it's a joy. Thanks for having me, brother. Yeah. ChristopherWright.com. You can find out more about him with a W in there. Christopher, W-R-I-G-H-T.com. We'll uh, look forward to catching up with everybody on Monday. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.